Hi, this is Rosalinda, the host of Faith Fuel Podcast, the show where we hear voices of people transforming the world for Jesus, pastors, leaders, entrepreneurs, and world changers. So sit down, relax, or keep it driving. It's time to get some wholehearted, wide open, and yes, sometimes side-splitting encouragement and direction for your life. So get ready to get fired up. Hi, it's Rosalinda, and today in the studio, I have a great friend, Linda Evans Shepherd. It's so good to have you here today. I am delighted to be here, and I just can't wait to hop into our topic today. Well, you are going to be blessed listeners, and we let me tell you, girls, if you've ever had a calling and you've doubted yourself, you've wondered what God has for you, wait till you hear Linda's story. It's just going to motivate you to say yes to the Lord and to walk into everything He has for you. But before we get started, I just want to share a little bit about her. Linda Evans Shepherd is the leader behind Arise Esther Movement. You guys are going to want to remember that name, 2021, it's a virtual conference that's coming up. She is the best-selling author of over 36 books, including Praying Through Your Every Emotion. She founded Right to the Heart Ministries, Arise Esther, the Advanced Writers and Speakers Association, Leading Hearts Magazine, and the Arise Daily Devotional. Wow, Linda, you've been busy. All from home, most of it. (laughs) It, I'm telling you, you you probably don't know this, but I knew who you were before we got to know each other through the Advanced Writers Group. Um, every time I travel, I do a lot of flying. And when I was working on my dad's movie, Victor, I think that last year I did 100 flights that year. Oh. <laughs> so I would always go to the Choice Rack magazine or in the airport, and I would pick up these prayer books. And they were your books. Wow, I'm so excited to hear that. <laughs> so, and my husband reads your prayer books because he has a, a show every morning called Walking in the Spirit. I just have to say that, you know, when you are going through a hard time, you get to learn how to pray. And that's why I've written so many prayer books. That's right. And, you know, just recently I got to hear some of your testimony. How did you even get called into the ministry? Well, I was minding my own business and I was crawling into bed one night. It was a New Year's Eve. I think it was like maybe 1999, (laughs) probably before you were born. (laughs) (laughs) And anyway, the Lord spoke to me so clearly, just out of the blue. I was just a young mom. And uh, he said to me, I want you to write a book. And I said, well, Lord, I don't know anything about writing a book. Uh, If this is you please give me everything I need to know. Like we were going to college together on this topic so I can write for publication. And the next thing I knew I had gotten involved in the Colorado Christian Writers Conference. I got an idea the following year when I was complaining to the Lord about how the young people kept falling away. And I told him somebody needs to write a devotional to help the young people. And it was like, he was going, uh, hello. (laughs) And that was the first couple of books these two teen devotionals. And the next thing I know, I, every year I would check in, Lord, do you want me to continue? And then the Lord began to expand the vision, which I did not expect. He always surprises me. And he began to expand the vision. And I just continued to walk into it because I have one motto. And that is, whenever the Lord asks me to do something, I say yes. Oh, I love that. 
That's so, and that's a good thing to do is to say yes to the Lord because he will surprise you. I will bet you never thought you'd have 36 books. No. When you started no. that first one? <laughs> one book at a time. I didn't know. I didn't know really where this call was going to take me. Uh, it was weird. In second grade, I had a teacher interrupt my daydream and say, I don't care if you do grow up to be a best-selling author. I'm going to teach you math. And I was like, what are you talking about? So it was on my life. And I was one of the few people who didn't know it. But God was leading me. And that's it. We can trust God to lead us into awesome adventures that we could never do unless he called us and unless he empowered us to do them. And you know what, Linda, I have personally been a part of your speakers group and I've gone to the conference. I remember the first time I walked in, I sat right in the back, you know, I didn't know what this group was about. I saw these women worshiping God and then they just began to, you know, you had speakers pour into our life and it was transformational. I loved it because it wasn't really a group I'd ever gone to. So, you know, I didn't really know anybody there walking into a group where you're just sitting in there and just receiving. It was so amazing. Talking about groups that you do and adventures that you take on, you have suddenly now found yourself as the leader of a Rise Esther movement. Well, first of all, tell us what that is and how in the world did that happen? Well, again, it was something I did not have on my radar. It was it was not something I, you know, dreamed up. But I was I was at church and we had a guest speaker. It was a Wednesday night and it was Lou Engle. And he prophesied that there was somebody in the room that was going to start the Arise Esther movement. And I was horrified. I'm like, Lord, I hope you're not talking about me because I'm writing all these books. I'm directing the Advanced Writers and Speakers Association. I'm speaking around the country. Surely you don't mean me. And he said, go see if the URLs available. So I went and checked it out that evening. And I said to him, Lord, somebody has a riseester.com. Are you kidding me? Of course, somebody already has it. No. So I said, well, what do you want me to do? He said, I want you to buy it. Well, I'm like, okay. So I didn't know what to do with it. I kept saying to the Lord, what is it? What is it? The Lord brought me back to church. A year later, Lou came back and gave the same oh. prophecy. And so now I that really had my attention. And I decided... I would have a group of people to discuss what it is. And we decided it was a virtual conference and that this was something that the AWSA members could do. We, we got the trademark, we got the URL. And then that big prophetic word came out from Nate and Christine Johnston about this Arise Esther movement that was quietly underway and described exactly what we were doing. And boy, did we get excited. The Lord was really directing and guiding us. And it's not just me. I have 600 sisters that are helping and who are a part of it. We have 53 people who are on the program, plus another 20 volunteers to lead small groups. And we are an army of women who are working to, to do all that God has called us to do in the Arise Esther movement. 
You know what? That is the visual that I got. I just, oh, I got chills when you were talking about it. Not only do you have these 600 women that are going to be a part of it, but it's going to be tens of thousands of women that are going to watch this and they are going to rise to their calling. And, you know, I like that arise, Esther, but maybe a listener today, you know, is not putting together. What is the story of Esther and how does that relate to women today? Well, we're going to go all the way back in time, thousands of years ago, to an era where the Jews were in exile, and there was a young Jewish girl. Her name was Esther, and um, Hadassah was her Jewish name, which means hidden star. And she was raised by her uncle, Mordecai, and one day, the king Ahasuerus had a spat with his wife. He called her to be a part of his big party with all of his nobles, and she was offended, and she refused to come, and she lost her royal position as queen, and so they decided that they would find the most beautiful girl in the land, so they had a beauty contest, and the king would pick his bride from this bevy or harem of beautiful girls, and he picked Esther, not knowing her heritage was Jewish. Well, there was a guy named Haman who hated the Jewish people, and he especially hated Esther's uncle. And he got the king to decree that he could lead a a movement to kill all the Jewish people in the land. And it was by decree, it could not be changed. And when Esther heard about it, she was so grief-stricken, but her uncle told her that perhaps you are here Mm. for such a time as this. Well, this meant that she was going to have to do something extraordinary. She was going to have to rise up and go to the king under the threat of execution because you did not enter the king's court unless you had been summoned. But there she was. And when he extended his scepter to her, she was able to invite him to a banquet. I don't think she was quite brave enough to tell him what was happening. She had Haman at the banquet as well. So she invited him back again the next day for another banquet where she finally confessed to the king that Haman had a plot to kill her people and her. The king was so outraged. He had Haman hung on the galleys that he had made for Esther's uncle. And he created a decree that protected Esther's people so that they could defend themselves. And what ended up happening is no one attacked them. And so now they have a festival called Purim. And Purim is the festival of Esther. And we are having our conference during Purim. Oh, my goodness. I didn't even know that the timing landed on that calendar. Well, Esther is one of my most favorite stories in the Bible. I know it is for a lot of women. And I believe right now, Linda, in this season, God is calling Esther's to arise. I mean, he is calling women to come into your calling. Sometimes, Linda, people think that their time has passed. You know, oh, you know, my time is gone. I waited too long. And I just want to speak to a lady listening today and tell you that that is a lie of the enemy. And he has called you and that calling, whether you had children or there was a season in your life where you couldn't, you know, walk into the fullness of that, that calling never ends. It never ceases. And there is a place you can get involved. You can make a difference 
in somebody's life and God needs you. You know, it's like, I don't know, Linda, if you've ever put together puzzles, but I, I used to, you know, I wasn't a big person into puzzles, but my kids love them. And we would get to the end of the puzzle and we would miss one piece. <laughs> and no matter how cool the picture looked, it just was never complete. And so girls, if you're listening to us today, I want to tell you the picture's not complete until you jump into that little space because God has a calling for your life. That's what this conference is about. Look, that's Linda's message. It's my message is that God is going to equip you. He's going to use you, but you have to say just like Linda did. Yes. And so, you know, Linda, you have been working on creating this training center for the women of the church. What is Arise You? Tell us a little bit about that. And what is Arise Esther Virtual Conference? Like, how can women listening get involved with this? Well, Arise You is is something that we have on uh, something called teachable.com. It's a platform for classes. And we are creating a series of classes. We we have our first big course up right now called Yes, You Can Write a Book. You can go to yesyoucanwriteabook.com. It has as much content and connection. So it's similar as if you were at a live Christian Writers Conference. And you're going to get everything you need to know to write a book plus connection with writing coaches and even our organization because we have a protege group within AWSA. And uh, so we have that going on. We're also going to be teaching the women of the church uh, how to how to do women's ministry and all kinds of other things. In fact, at the conference, we have five different categories or tracks that we're going to be teaching from. And the same thing for Arise You as we continue to build that. Uh, but you can go to ariseyou.org to find out more about Arise You. But for the different, we're going to be talking about um, ministry. We're going to be talking about family, about emotional and spiritual growth. I mean, right now, the emotional piece is huge with all the isolation and the loss of jobs and all the unrest in society. And we're going to be talking also about society and how we can make a difference. We have so many different things that we women can make a difference, especially starting even in our own family. And I don't care if you are a millennial if you are a kid, if you are a baby boomer, or <laughs> if you are a greater generation or somewhere in between, God has a call. God has a purpose. And that's what you have to kind of hone into. Everyone has a purpose. You know about my beautiful daughter, Laura, who left us about four years ago. She was a young disabled girl who had been in a terrible car crash as a baby and had lived in a coma for a year and woke up to severe disabilities. And people would question me about the value of her life. Mm -hmm. And I would explain to them, even my daughter has a purpose. And if it's only to love and to be loved, that purpose is enough. And so Look in your own heart. What is your purpose? And maybe start there. Maybe it's to love and to be loved. And you are loved by the King God, even if you don't realize it or totally understand it. And when you begin to accept that love, then his love begins to flow through you into other people. And my daughter did that better than anyone I've ever known. 
And you know, Linda, her story has touched our hearts. I remember sitting in a conference listening to you. You know, Linda is a great conference speaker and, and you began to minister. And that was the first time I'd fully heard that story. And so your daughter's story touched my heart. And so that's that, you know, her purpose continues today to minister to people. And so I want you guys listening. You know, I want to speak to you. And I just, you know, you guys hear me use this word a lot because the Lord gave me that. It's like a spiritual defibrillation. Some of you guys need a jump start and to realize that God needs you. He planted a purpose in your life. Like Linda said, whether it's just to love on somebody else or whether it's to write or whether it's to teach. Some of you are going to go to the nation. Some of you are going to minister and preach in your churches. I mean, whatever that is, whatever that calling, look, God has it. And, you know, the other day, Linda, I did a, a podcast with my daughter and we were talking about, you know, women who their kids have already grown or they're gone. And, you know, but there's so many people, they need a spiritual mom. They just need somebody to speak into their lives. So girls, you know, we're providing this um, great conference, you know, Linda, God has given you this. It's so amazing. I know I'm going to get, I am privileged and honored to be a part of it. I'm going to be one of the teachers. And I just want to tell you guys, look, you've got to invest in yourself. But sometimes we just have this attitude. We want everything free. But if you want something of value, if you want something good, you've got to invest in yourself. Linda, growing up, I'll be honest with you, I was not a book reader at all. Um, today, I'm an author of many books. But once I became an adult as a young lady, I really made it a point to read and to invest in myself. And so guys, you've heard me say it before, every flight I take, I read a book and I try to get it done within that flight period. Um, usually there's like two hops on a plane, but sometimes it's a business book. Sometimes it's a self-help book. Sometimes uh, the word of God is a daily thing for me, but I want to grow as a woman and I want to prepare myself for the calling. And so girls, that's why a conference like this is so important because if God has called you, but you don't know what to do, wouldn't you say this is kind of a practical, like how to use my gifts and skills and put them forward? That's right. I mean, you can take tracks at the conference because we're going to have keynotes like Rosalinda is going to be one of our outstanding keynotes. And I'm so excited that you're going to be speaking into the lives of everyone coming to the conference. But we also are going to be having breakout workshops and you can take classes where you just take classes on uh, training, on, on training for ministry, on all different kinds of ministry, or you could take classes on how to love your family and, and how to be a, a better mom and how to love your kids and how to reach your kids. Or you could take classes on social justice issues. In fact, Rosalinda, you're going to be on one of our panels. It's called, we're calling that panel Joining Hands, but it's actually about racism and it's about how we can Join hands because there is no race in grace. And we can use our love and compassion and join hands and forget this identity politics and love one another. That's right. I love that. <laughs> and it that's is. what we're going to do. That's one thing that we're going to do. But you can learn all about women's ministry. You can learn about writing a book. You can learn about being a speaker. You can learn about uh, doing a crisis pregnancy ministry. There's so many things that we're going to be teaching at the conference. 
you know, my mom started our, our women's ministry. And so, you know, I grew up seeing her, seeing my sister involved in women's ministry. And then one day the Lord called me, you know, some of you guys that listen, you know, I have a women's ministry called Bella, which is beautiful in a lot of different languages. We have a very multicultural ministry and, and we're in different countries. So I wanted a word that women can understand how beautiful they are in God's eyes. And we started with six girls at my table. And, you know, we started with a Bible study and then some of us, we were so ADD, we just kind of like left the book and went to the table. Then it turned into a cooking gathering um, where then we shared our testimonies and maybe some struggles we were going through. And I began to realize, wow, she went through that. I'm not the only one. And we begin to pray together and grow together. And today that is what has flourished. Um, we have had thousands of women attend Bella. We, we last year, uh, we had over 600 women at our conference this year. Unfortunately, we had to, um, uh, push it back just a little bit. We're going to be going online with it, but we were expecting 700 Linda. And I love it because, you know, even in this Esther rise, Girls, you need something where you set your calendar apart to say, you know, I am enough. I am worthy enough to invest in myself to grow because sometimes, you know, and I know you've seen this, Linda, with your leadership and, and women you've worked with, they feel stuck. What would you say to somebody that kind of maybe they were really active and now they're not like what kind of encouragement could you give to them, Linda? you know, I think a lot of people are there right now. I think we feel shelved. I mean, for some of us, we can't even get to church. I was very active on my prayer team at church and we can't meet and pray for people. And there's so many things we can't do. And I think what we have to do is kind of tap into what we can do mm. and look at what the Lord is leading us to do. And sometimes you're going to be surprised by it, like me, <laughs> the last to know. Uh, and But all you have to do is take the next step. And maybe for a lot of people listening, the next step is to sign up for the conference. Right now we have it on early bird special and the first 50 people who register get to get a free book. My new book coming out, uh, Praying Through Every Emotion. We're going to be talking about depression and anxiety and suicide and all of those things, because right now I think our society has never been more panicked and fearful and emotional and, and hateful as it is right now. And so we have to understand it in ourselves and we have to understand how we can help other people because who doesn't at least have a family member suffering with anxiety or depression, even if it's just learning to love in such a way so you can help your, your loved ones through all of their angst. I mean, that's reason enough to come in or maybe even to figure out how to get through your suffering of your angst. That could even be reason enough to come because that can be a block to letting that love of God flow through you. And so we're going to be encouraging people to look at God. When I feel overwhelmed, which honestly, during the last few months, I have felt overwhelmed on many days, all that's happening in the world. The Lord always says the same thing to me. He always says, look at me. So we're going to have that season, that time together that we can look at him and we're going to meet in small groups. It's not going to be you just watching your screen. You're going to be also meeting in small groups with loving Christian leaders. And you know what? That's the hallmark of our whole organization, Rosalinda, wouldn't you say? Yes. It's love. Yes. And you know, when I saw other women 
um, doing things, it encouraged me to say, you know what, I can do this again. So look, girls, um, we've come to the end of the program, but I believe that God, um, he is looking at you and there are some Esters that are listening today and it's time for you to get out of your stuck situation. The Bible says if you're in a pit, he'll pull you out. He'll put your feet on a rock. And so um, if we can go right to prayer, Linda, and if you can just pray for any of these women listening that have that calling that need to respond to that, just a word of encouragement through prayer. Yes. Dear Lord, I just pray for everyone within the sound of my voice that they would know that you love them and that they would turn their eyes to you and that they would see your loving face and that you would take them by the hand and lead them through all the pitfalls that are in our world today and that you would put them in touch with their deep purpose that you have created for them and that you would take them by the hand and lead them on mission to fulfill that purpose. Give them courage, give them strength, fill them full of your love and let them know that your presence is resting on them and show them the next step and then the next step and then the next step as they go forward saying yes, to you. And we all say it right now, Lord. We say to you as we look up at you, we say, Yes, we are your girls. We will do whatever you ask. And we pray this in the power and authority of the name and the blood of Jesus. Amen. Linda, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. Listeners, I pray that you are blessed. And girls, if you have been sitting on that calling, it's time to arise. It's time to say yes to the Lord. And just remember that when you put your trust in God, He will fuel your faith. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Get more at rosalinda.live. If you experience it, we'll examine it. If God's word says it, we'll stand on it. And when you're feeling faint, we are here with your faith fuel. I'm Rosalinda Rivera. We'll chat again soon. This podcast was brought to you by New Life for Adults and Youth, celebrating 50 years of restoring broken lives. If you or a family member has been struggling with addiction, New Life for Adults and Youth is the answer. Visit them at newlife.center.